3: on the Sooner Sports Network from Learfield. This is the Pike Pass Sooner Post Game Show. Pike Pass, the fastest, safest, most efficient way to travel Oklahoma, Kansas, and Texas. Also brought to you in part by Coca-Cola. New season, new Coke Zero Sugar. Now, the Pike Pass Sooner Post Game Show. It is over in Norman
4: and the Sooners have won it today. Barely, Oklahoma hangs on to beat Tulane 40-35. to 35 And, boy, we got a lot to discuss, Teddy, in the post-game show. Just give me your, your general opening thoughts.
6: Well, it, it didn't start well. Uh, first offensive, well, I guess first pass play of the day is intercepted. Defense has to jog out there. We give up a touchdown early. And uh, we settled in there after that. You know, we gave up another touchdown drive. But after that first quarter, we kind of settled in. Offense got rolling a little bit. Defense was getting stops, getting turnovers. Looked like everything was going to be okay. Second half, I think it's like we came out and expected Tulane to hand the football game to us, and they didn't. We didn't execute offensively. Had trouble really establishing and sticking with the running game. Spencer Rattler was was not himself. A little lethargic out there, it felt like. uh, Not as accurate as we're used to with him. And defensively, I don't know if it was... It shouldn't have been exhaustion with as many guys that were rotating out there, but we just couldn't get stops. I mean, Michael Pratt had a really good day, a tough outing, was taking hits and kept completing passes, but we got to be able to defend better, tackle better, uh, cover better on the back end. And, you know, our defensive line was in the backfield all day. I can't say that those guys weren't putting pressure on the quarterback, but it just wasn't enough.
4: Sooner post-game show is presented this year by Pike Pass. Hey, Sooners don't get passed, get Pike Pass. University of Oklahoma and Sooner Sports Properties would like to thank our concession partners, Rib Crib, Shake's Frozen Custard, Frito-Lay, Pizza Hut, McAllister's Deli, Nacho Express, and Kona Ice. Sooner fans, be sure to catch the Coach's Corner presented by Riverwind Casino every Thursday night, 7 p.m. on the Sooner Sports Radio Network and Sooner Sports TV. We'll take a timeout. Chris Plank and Gabe Eichert have headed to the Sooner locker room. Post game thoughts of Lincoln Riley not too far off. Oklahoma wins 40 to 35 over Tulane today here in Norman. This is Sooner football from Learfield. Center Robert Conjol sends the ball back. Quick throw out to the left, back to catch it. Hazelwood, and he keeps his feet. Now he stumbles down to Shia midfield. Under center, Rattler takes the snap. Quarterback sneak, churning, and no signal yet. The officials have reached the pile, and now the touchdown signal comes. Blue Cross and Blue Shield of Oklahoma and OU Athletics have teamed up to recognize outstanding teachers in our classrooms and community. Visit OUTeacherOfTheGame.com to nominate your teacher to be honored at an OU football game and win 1000 bucks. This is the Pike Pass postgame show. Hey, Sooners, don't get passed. Get Pike Pass. Toby Roland, Teddy Lehman back with you. We are in the booth, in the uh, Sooner Radio booth. We are awaiting postgame comments from Lincoln Riley. 40-35, to 35, Oklahoma wins it. Uh, Teddy, I want to ask you about Spencer Rattler. His final numbers, uh, stats Kelly has closed his... Thing. Let me give them to you here. His final numbers aren't uh, necessarily bad at all. They're pretty good, actually. I mean, he finished... 30 of 39, which is over 75% completion percentage, 304 yards, one touchdown, two interceptions today, but I don't know, you, you mentioned it during the game, didn't seem like his normal self today.
6: Yeah, didn't have much bounce, seemed lethargic, I know he, um, he was uh, just, I don't know, pushed off the spot a little bit, uh, tried to get outside the pocket tried to run it a couple of times and just he looked slow didn't look very active on the outside a lot of the passes that he did complete were not on target a little bit behind guys Uh, you know he missed some open guys one ball should have been picked off we got bailed out by a, a pass interference you know but he did have also two touchdowns that were dropped Mike Woods dropped one Mario Williams dropped one you know there was some really good stuff there but I don't know, we, we've, we've got high expectations and a really high bar for quarterback play. And for whatever reason, he just, he did not feel like himself. Energetic, um, outgoing, getting his teammates riled up. It was, it was just, it was flat.
4: Gabe Burkich, one of the stars today for OU, maybe the biggest. Three field goals of 50 plus yards, a 51 yarder, a 55 yarder, and a 56-yarder today. That tied for the third longest field goal in OU history. It was the final play of the first half. He did miss one late, though. A 31-yarder that he hooked. He goes four for five on the day. Sooner fans, be sure to catch Sooner Football 2021 with Lincoln Riley. Presented by Integris Heart Hospital. Log on to Soonersports.com for air times on Sports TV. OU wins it 40-35. We'll tell you how the scoring happened next. Lincoln Riley coming up soon as well. His postgame thoughts. This is the Sooner Post Game Show presented by Pike Pass. Sooner football from Learfield. Williams has it. He'll run it right side a la belldozer. He's in. Touchdown. With a whole host of lead blockers, the five-star freshman, Caleb Williams. The one-yard touchdown run. Michael Pratt, the quarterback, has it back to pass. Three-man rush, under pressure, dumps it. Caught out in the backfield, and he's tracked down by David Aguibu. No game. That's your OG&E power play of the game today. OG&E, we energize life. Here's how the scoring unfolded. Sooners went at 40-35 to 35 today, but it was Tulane, like they did in 2017, that scored first in this one after an interception thrown by Spencer Rattler to Jaden Kennedy on the second play of the game. Tulane punched it in. Six-yard pass from Michael Pratt to Cam Carroll, 7-0 green wave. Sooners answered back, though, a 75-yard touchdown drive. Rattler, the quarterback sneak, finished it off, and it was 7-all. Tulane got the ball back, though, and quickly went 75 yards the other way. The touchdown, a 15-yard carry by Jatavian Tolls on a jet sweep. 14-7 wave. Oklahoma, next possession, quickly downfield. Looked like they had scored on a Marvin Mims 51-yard touchdown. But on the review, it was spotted out of bounds at the one Caleb Williams, what you just heard there, the freshman quarterback came in and on a belldozer-looking play. I think we're calling it the D.C. Dozer going forward. One-yard carry tied it at 14. That was our score after one. Then Oklahoma dominated the second quarter. Sooners forced a punt. One-yard touchdown run by Kennedy Brooks made it 21-14. On the first play of the ensuing drive, Nick Benito jumped on a fumble. The Sooners got a 26-yard field goal by Burkich after that to make it 24-14. First play next drive, another fumble. Forced by Isaiah Thomas. Clayton Smith recovered. The Sooners would get another field goal, this time a 51-yarder by Burkage, to make it 27-14. Then after the Oklahoma defense forced another punt, the Sooners scored a touchdown before halftime. Six-yard pass. Rattler to Mario Williams. Maybe uh, the most impressive of a few catches today by Mario. 34-14. Just before halftime, the OU forced a fumble. Reggie Grimes forced it. Jalen Redman fell on it, and they got the 56-yard field goal by Burkitsch to go into the locker room. It was 37-14 Oklahoma at the break, and it looked like they were going to cruise to a victory. But the second half was all too lame. They missed a field goal, the Greenway did, to start the second half. Then they turned the Sooners over on downs and scored a touchdown on a four-yard touchdown run by the quarterback, Michael Pratt. Two-point conversion by Deuce Watts. Made it 37-22. Still no major reason for concern because OU would march the field and get a field goal. 55-yarder by Burkich, to make it 40-22 going into the fourth quarter. But an interception by Macon Clark gave Tulane the ball. They would score a touchdown. Five-yard pass. Pratt to Carroll made it 40-28. Two-point conversion unsuccessful. Oklahoma missed a field goal. Tulane got the ball back. Scored again. Five-yard touchdown. Pratt to Will Wallace. Made it 40-35. to 35. The game really then came down to an onside kick that Tulane recovered. The Greenway had the ball down five with two minutes to go and a chance to win it. It would have been one of the biggest upsets in college football history. But the OU defensive line specifically stepped up big. Turned over Tulane on downs. Michael Pratt's fourth down scramble came up a yard shy. The Sooners took a knee from there and they hung on to win it. 40 to 35. Let's take a look at this week's upcoming Sooner Athletic events. We are right back here next Saturday night, 6 p.m. for game two of the season. This will be a true home game as Oklahoma welcomes the Western Carolina Catamounts to Owen Field for a 6 o'clock kick. 4 o'clock our pregame coverage for you next Saturday at Gaylord Family Oklahoma Memorial Stadium. This look at upcoming OU events brought to you by Kincaid Coach, the official motor coach carrier of OU Athletics. Quick timeout. Lincoln Riley's postgame thoughts coming up soon. 40-35 to 35 Sooners win it today here in Norman. This is Sooner Football from Learfield. Chris Murray back in at right guard. Play action. Rattler back to pass. Looks middle. Throws deep across the middle. Mims is there again. 40 out to the 45-yard line. Marvin Mims working on a monster first half. Shotgun snap rattler. Handoff Brooks runs left. All kinds of grass. 45 40, 35. Cuts it up 30. 25 to the 20. Drag down at the 16. Kennedy Brooks. Dr. Tim Shannon, Dr. Mark Revels at Orthodontics exclusively are proud to present the junior captain of the game. For info on how your child can be take the field with your OU team captains, go to OrthoEXC.com. Sooners 40, Green Wave 35. The final today here in Norman. Everybody nervously in their cars headed home right now after a scary season opener for Lincoln Riley's team. We still await the postgame thoughts of the head coach. I think you can uh, surmise it has been a lengthy postgame conversation with his team as uh, we still have not uh, had that postgame interview. In the meantime, let's take a look at the final stats brought to you by Taco Mayo Fresh Mex. Fresh ingredients built to order. Teddy, anytime you hear something interesting, please jump in. Team stats, OU 24 first downs, Tulane 24 first downs. Rushing yards, Oklahoma 116, Tulane 100. Teddy, 200 was your target goal for OU on the ground today. They fell woefully short of that.
6: Well, here's what's interesting. You know, I would have thought that this would be a heavy running game for Oklahoma, trying to establish that run, get out behind that offensive line, solidify that spot, solidify your backfield. Uh, 35 rushes for 116. I mean, that, that is a lot of rushes, but gosh, that's not nearly enough per carry for Oklahoma. We've got to be able to run the ball, dominate the line of scrimmage against teams like Tulane.
4: That's three yards a carry. Through the arrow, you throws for 314 yards. Sooners ran 75 plays, 430 total yards today. Tulane had 296 yards passing. They ran 77 plays for 396 total yards. Penalties OU seven to lane six. Time of possession. About a seven-minute advantage for Oklahoma. 33 23 to 26-37. Neither team good on third downs. Sooners three of twelve to lane four for fourteen. There were six fourth down conversions, though, combined in this game. OU two of three to lane four for six. Individual numbers, Spencer Rattler goes 30 of 39 passing, 304 yards, one touchdown, two interceptions. He was sacked once. Mario Williams, one for one passing today. He had 10 yards. On the ground, Kennedy Brooks, the leading ball carrier, 14 rushes, 87 yards and a score. He averaged 6.2 yards a tote. Eric Gray, nine carries, 27 yards. Didn't flash much today, Teddy, in his debut.
6: No, he didn't. (laughs) He didn't get many opportunities for whatever reason. It felt like... Lincoln gave the two backs two different kind of concepts to run with. Mm-hmm. Uh and you know Eric Gray's concepts just didn't seem to get much going there against Tulane.
4: Spencer Rattler, eight carries, seven yards, and a touchdown. Caleb Williams, one carry, one yard, and a touchdown. Mario Williams had the most catches today, six for thirty-seven yards and a score. Marvin Mims, big first half, pretty quiet second half. Five catches, one hundred and seventeen yards. Jaden Hazelwood, four catches, 47 yards. Mike Woods, in his sooner debut, four catches, 36 yards.
6: I did think it was interesting and talked about this, obviously, throughout the broadcast, but Mario Williams is going to be a big part of this offense. You know, a lot of his targets are it's not drop back pass, read it out. Like we're forcing the ball into his hand. These are predetermined plays where we want him to have the ball and see what he could do after the catch.
4: DeLarian Turner Yell, the leading tackler for OU today with 10. The Sooners ended up with uh, four sacks in the game. Take a look at Tulane's individual numbers when we come back. Sooners win at 40 to 35. This is Sooner football from Learfield. Snap, Rattler, handoff, Brooks up the middle, touchdown. Kennedy Brooks, and Oklahoma's on top. Tight end in, in motion. Pratt fumbled the snap. It's loose. Benito's got it. It's a turnover. Nick Benito falls on the ball at the 11 yard line. Snap is good. Hold down. Kick away. End over end. It sails through. 26 yard field goal is good. Teddy, I need a mid first bank player of the game today. Mims. You just can't give it to a kicker, can you? Well, you know what? He missed a 31 yarder, so.
6: Yeah. Yeah, of course. Fair enough. Mims, right? He had a explosive first half. He was great. I, you know, he doesn't get credit for the touchdown, but come on. He's right there uh, trying to get that ball in, really close to getting that ball in. Uh, great game by him. Five catches, 117. He's going to be a huge part of this offense.
4: MidFirst Bank, premier partner of OU Athletics and your exclusive home for the OU Visa debit card and OU Rewards credit card. Visit midfirst.com slash Sooners for details. 1st Bank, true to your money, member FDIC. Still no word from Lincoln Riley. Chris Plank, Gabe Eichert, they're downstairs awaiting. They're going to get us a ton of interviews. We're going to throw them your way as soon as we get them, but we are still waiting on that. Meanwhile, Tulane stats today, individual numbers. Michael Pratt was phenomenal for them. 27 for 44, 296 yards, three touchdowns. He had another one on the ground. He was sacked four times. Teddy, he was hit, I don't know, 15, 20 times today. Yeah. That was one of the gutsiest efforts. If he
6: doesn't fumble in back-to-back plays, we may have a, a different ball game here. Of the 27 completions, I believe he got hit square in the chest right as the ball left his hands every single time. It was nuts.
4: He carried it 15 times today for them as well. 34 yards and a score. Cam Carroll, 10 carries, 31 yards. Their leading receiver was the tight end, Tyreek James. Six catches, 93 yards. Shea Wyatt, five grabs, 58 yards. Cameron Carroll, the running back, had four catches. Two of them, though, were touchdowns. And Will Wallace, three catches, 27 yards and a score. Dorian Williams and Nick Anderson tied for their leading tackler. They each had eight. So let's look at your final stats today. Brought to you by Taco Mayo Fresh Mex. Oklahoma wins it. They hang on. After having a 37-14 lead at halftime, they win it today, 40-35. Post-game interview with Lincoln Riley coming up next. This is Sooner Football from Learfield. Michael Pratt rolling right, first down snap. He'll tuck it, wants to run, got loose, ball, oh. loose. Clumbo recovered by the Sooner! That back hold down, kick away. Driving kick has the distance, and it is good. Burkits from deep. 51-yard bomb. The right-legged rocket launcher strikes again. 40 to 35, OU over Lane Today on Owen Field, time for our post-game interview with Lincoln Riley, brought to you by
2: Noun Hotel. We go downstairs to Chris and Gabe. All right, thanks so, a lot, Toby. In the locker room with head coach Lincoln Riley. Coach, congratulations on the win. What was the message to the team? Hard-fought game today.
7: Yeah, you know, we had some moments of, of playing very, very well. Well, obviously didn't play very good the second half. Um, yeah, messages. I mean, one, you never going to apologize for a win. Right? That's not going to start today. Uh, so and I'm you know, proud that we found a way there at the end when all the momentum in the world was to Lane's uh, to to get the stop and then obviously be able to run it out there um, and finish. But, yeah i mean i think I think a lot of our guys felt like that this game was over at half, you know which was a failure on on my end as a head coach to to get through to' them. and uh, you know I just think you know we just kind of assumed it was there and then and then as the half went on, we had about i don't know a hundred different chances to to pull away or to to finish it off and whether some dumb coaching decisions by me, you know some mistakes by our guys or, or not capitalizing on opportunities we we you know let Tulane get back in the game, and I give them credit i mean listen, they made some they made some phenomenal plays. You know, they caught some – the two interceptions were both great catches. You know, we had a chance to get a couple of hands on 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 some of those ourselves that we didn't quite pull down. Um, you know, I thought they threw and caught the ball extremely well. Um, and uh, they, they did a good job. So, they deserve a ton of credit, and uh, we were fortunate to come out to win.
8: You mentioned the interceptions, but, you know, when you look at the stat sheet, an efficient day for Spencer. Maybe just a little off with his accuracy at points in time, but – what do you think of Spencer's
7: play today? Yeah, decision-wise, he was pretty good. He didn't he didn't miss you know, he didn't miss much. He missed a checkdown ball on a on a the 2 minute that he shouldn't have checked down to to Stogner and and uh had one or two other decisions that I didn't like, but honestly, you know, with the amount of decisions he's got to make, I think the decisions were were fine. Uh he missed a a couple of throws just in the areas that you can't miss them. And uh again, he's he's a guy he just he doesn't miss throws very often, but, you know, especially ones like that in, in areas that, that you just can't afford to miss and, and get Tulane credit. I mean, like a good team. They, they made two phenomenal plays on the ball to pick him off. So, um, you know, he did a lot of good. He's kind of like the whole team. I mean, like our whole team's in one group right now. We did some great things. We did a lot of not great things.
2: Um, there's a lot to get you excited about, but a lot of work to do. Teddy brought up a great point late in that game to where needed that stop and part of playing a lot of guys is to have guys fresh in the end. And Perrion played a lot today, but he and Benito looked fresh on that last drive when you needed them.
7: Yeah, it helped. No, it helped. It's, we, we did play a lot of guys. That um, uh, was kind of the plan coming in. One first game, too, with you know, obviously knowing how hot it was going to be. And uh, so it would be interesting to go back and look and see how all those guys responded. But, yeah, we were certainly – it was good to have those horses fresh at the end.
8: Sometimes when, it, when the game turns out like this, you know, the fan base feels like the sky is falling. Right, even though you got the win. But were there moments in the game, did you see flashes oh, yeah. of exactly what you want to see and what this team can be? No,
7: there were there definitely were. There were some there was a, a lot of positives. I mean to separate I mean, because we had like the worst start you could possibly have, you know, pick and they would go down there and score. And and then we really played some pretty quality football the rest of the half, honestly. I mean, really separated, you know, dominated the football games. There was a lot of good there. Um, from kind of the mid first quarter on, um, again, I just think at half, our, our mentality was not where it needed to be, and uh, you know we've again, that's my job, that's our our leaders job, that's our players job, coaches, everybody, just obviously got to be better.
2: It was hot, but this team never got tired. Again, a credit to Benny and his crew and Rachel and the job they do with the hydration, and the nutrition, right?
7: Yeah, they were ready. Now we again, guys played a lot of snaps, um, and it ended up being a battle, and, and but our gr- our crew did a good job there.
8: Kenny Brooks. First time out there on the game field for a while. Looked good. How would you feel about him?
7: Yeah, good. Kind of got settled in there um, and, and ran well. You know, kind of the, the patient, um, kind of tackle-breaking guy that we're used to seeing. So, he'll, uh, it was good for him to get back out. Like you said, it's been a long time. And uh, he'll, he'll continue to get better, as will Eric and, and our entire group there. But, uh, you know, I thought he did some really good things, especially closing it out there at the end.
2: We called it the DC Dozer. What do you think? Whenever you bring in Caleb Williams <laughs> as a tip of the yeah. cap to the Bell Dozer, yeah, be nice to see yeah. That.
7: it's been pretty good around here. Hopefully, we can uh, hopefully we can come close to
2: that. Well, congrats on the win, Coach. Good luck next week. All right, thanks, guys. Post game interview thanks. with Lincoln Riley,
4: presented by Noun Hotel. Noun Hotel coming soon to Historic Campus Corner, where service, community, and celebration are proper nouns. Follow at Noun Hotel on Instagram and Facebook. Much more post game reaction coming up from the Sooner locker room as they hang on to win it today, 40-35 over Tulane. Sooner postgame show presented by Pike Pass. Hey Sooners, don't get passed, get Pike Pass. This is Sooner football from Learfield. Brad back to pass, four-man rush, rush to the right. They got him! It's a sack! The IT department shows up again! Now they move Kennedy to the left side of Rattler from the six-yard line, first and goal. Rattler, quick throw out, Mario caught it. Has tackle or has a blocker. Hazelwood makes a man miss. Reaches for the pylon. Touchdown. Wow. Super Mario. That is your Pizza Hut delivery of the game. No one out pizzas the Hut. Mario Williams, spectacular touchdown. Sooners win it, though. They hang on 40 to 35 today. And we go right back to the OU locker room. Chris Plank, Gabe Eichert
2: are with Marvin Mims. All right, thanks a lot, Toby. We're down here with Marvin Mims, uh, over 100 yards, five catches, I think. First of all, just just take us through the perseverance and frustration uh, of this game and it being as tight as it was late.
5: I mean, it's definitely something that, you know, catches your mind, especially if you're someone on the outside looking at the score. I mean, you see the score we win by five points to a team that people think we should be down on. But at the end of the, the, end of the day, I mean, it's a college football game. You know, stuff's so going to happen. And we just we, I mean, we kept playing, eventually pulled through at the end, so I'm just proud of our team for doing that.
8: A couple of big explosive plays for you today. Just what is the connection? What is the chemistry like that's developing between you and Spencer?
5: Um, it's pretty good. I mean, there's certain plays that we know we're going to hit going into a game, you know, with the game plan and all that stuff. And we practice it, you know, multiple times during the week. So, the, I mean, we're just real comfortable running them when it comes to the time. And we just know where we're going to be. I know where the ball's going to be. And we're just, you know, we're just connecting out there.
2: thought you were in. I saw the frustration whenever the, whenever on the just on the corner of the end zone was it your left foot that was out? What do you think happened there at the uh, at the goal
5: um, Honestly, I thought that they were reviewing it to see if the ball came out and crossed through the end zone. <laughs> but they had the it. offsides
2: penalty, so you would have been safe. Yeah, right. okay. Because
5: right. yeah. I, I knew that they were going to get on to me bad about that, you know. But um, I mean, you know, one yard line touchdown. I mean, at the end of the day, it's just a stat. You know, I'm just happy I got down there and got my team in a good position. We ended up finishing off the drive, so that's good.
8: Clearly a huge role on the team as a wide receiver, but also the primary punt returner this year. Saw you communicating with DeMarco throughout the football game about that. How excited are you for that role this season?
5: Well, I mean, it's nice. You know, we got a new special teams, you know, I mean, a punt return coach, you know, with Coach Beamer leaving. And, um, you know, there's constant communication back there, especially me and Coach Murray. I mean, even last year, I mean, we talk about it. You know, hey, if this is the call, try and do this. You know, if that doesn't work, do this, you know. Um, but, yeah, I mean, we get each other completely fine. I mean, in practice and stuff, we're always talking about the different situations. So,
2: Two more quick ones. We'll get you out of here. First of all, you know, Spencer has the worst start possible. Throws a pick on, I think, his first pass. Is that something where you, you count on him to bounce back or you go say something to get him up? What's kind of that mindset?
5: I mean, with him, I mean, you don't really have to say anything. You know he's going to bounce back. I mean, the role he played with us last year. I mean, he's starting quarterback last year. he's starting quarterback this year. I mean, there's not much really to go up to him to say. I mean, he knows it.
8: You took a hard hit. How we feeling? That's all I'm wondering. Yeah. How we feeling?
5: Feeling good. I mean, he just knocked the wind out of me. You know, the uh, crowd went ooh. You know, I had to get up after I heard that. So, <laughs> you know, we got up, ran to the sideline, caught my breath real fast, was back in there to finish off the drive. So,
2: Congrats on the win, man.
4: Thank you. Marvin Mims, five catches, 117 yards today. Listen to Sooner Sports Talk presented by Rudy's Country Store and Barbecue with head coach Lincoln Riley Tuesdays at Rudy's Country Store and Barbecue in Norman. At 7 p.m., quick break. More post-game reaction coming up. Sooners win it 40 to 35 in Norman over Tulane. This is Sooner Football from Learfield
3: on the Sooner Sports Network from Learfield. Sooner Football has been brought to you by Taco Mayo, fresh ingredients built to order, and by geico 15 minutes could save you 15 percent or more on car insurance this is the pike pass sooner post game show you can send your questions to ask sooners at ou.edu or tweet them to at ou on the air it's time to talk sooner football
4: fourth and nine back to pass pratt three-man rush hit he throws balls loose bouncing around and One yard line. It was fourth down, so it's OU's ball either way. We got the field.
6: It was a fumble recovered by the defense. First
3: down, Oklahoma.
4: Reggie Grimes forced the fumble. We'll see who fell on it. Sooners win it 40-35. to We go right back to the locker room. Chris and Gabe are with Alex Grinch.
2: In the locker room with Alex Grinch. Post the win over Lane. Coach, just general thought. How would you feel about your defense's performance today?
1: Well, I mean I think the, the easy answer is say disappointment. I mean I, I think uh what you gotta keep reminding yourself of is, is it's a win. Um and, and found a way to get a stop at the end, which was was we we feel a whole lot different. You wanna be sad now? Guess what? Don't get that stop at the end, you feel a whole lot worse. So um, you know, credit to those guys for, for doing that. There's there's obviously some bright spots, football's hard. Um, and, and, uh, we had a tendency at times today, make it a whole lot harder than it needed to be, but obviously credit goes to to Lane. I mean, I, I, I thought, uh, quarterback did a tremendous job, but just, just hanging in there and, and battling. <clears throat> and, and I think, uh, for the most part, I mean, I, I think, uh, you would say in, in terms just from a toughness aspect of things, just from a battle aspect of things, uh, you got to give credit to, to, to Tulane more than, uh, Oklahoma defense.
2: You know, you talk about takeaways, equal points, and we saw it in the first half with the three takeaways, Yeah, that's got to be incredibly reassuring when those fists go up and this defense sees it actually play out where it equals points.
1: Well, that's right, and and you see the impact when you don't get them in the second half. You know, and and so everything is an opportunity to to learn from. Obviously, it's easier to, to, you know, it's coach speak, but it's easier to learn from some of those things after win, but um, you know, there's certainly some some other opportunities to get hands-on footballs on the back end. I was a little, little disappointed specifically in the second half and our inability to do that. Um, And, and, you know, probably was the the, the tail of the tape in terms of keeping them in the game was their ability to get uh, some takeaways in key situations and our ability to do uh, in the second half.
2: You know, Teddy talks about it a lot, the rotation. You want to play a lot of guys. I think we saw that play out where guys were – Fresh later. How much of an impact do you felt like that made on that last drive?
1: Well, I, I think he's got to continue to, and 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 I think uh, you know one of the things as you get into the season is, is getting an idea. Okay, what, what's realistic for each individual guy, and then obviously every position is a little bit different in terms of what they're being asked to do. You know, certainly in the front, you know, to rush the quarterback as much as you know as you have to, and, and obviously hold up in the run game, and then you know, not not completely dissimilar on the back end because you got to cover guys all day long. But um, and so that, that's that's probably as much as anything as you go into the season, kind of you kind of have an idea, you know, uh, what, what a guy's capable of, but, but ultimately going to, through a game and, and games really to, to determine what, what the uh, the best rotations are and who those individuals, and, and is a guy playing too much? Is a guy not playing enough? Um, and, and what can we do as coaches to, to help them perform at their best?
2: A couple more quick ones. You Speaking of some new guys, Billy Bowman out there, played the nickel, looked strong overall. I know you still have to look at Tate, but how would you evaluate his performance?
1: No, I thought overall, you know, first college football game, you know, to, to, to be a starter, um, you know, to, been, been, uh, I think as you, uh, you know, kind of look forward into his career, I think he's having a major impact at Oklahoma. And so we're, we're excited about, you know, his progress up until this point it, uh, it's one game under his belt, you know, and, and so goes it for, for some other guys as well. But uh, was pleased with Billy, and he's going to just continue to get better.
2: Coach Riley said it. This team kind of had maybe an attitude that the game was over at halftime. How do you then reinstill that urgency now going forward for the rest of the season in the second half?
1: Sure. I, I think, you know, 60-minute football games, you know, I, I think sometimes uh, in, in the offseason you try so hard to preload guys in terms of how important it is to finish. Um, and, and whether that's, the, you know, during the course of the week of practice, um, and then, then ultimately at, at the halftime of a football game, you know, you know sometimes you um, you don't want to be right as a coach in some of the things that you say guys and um, or you, you say to the guys. But uh, um, some, sometimes, uh, um, you know, you, you got to go through it, you know, and so it's, it's another time for us. And unfortunately, it's happened too many times. And then, um, you know, in, in my time here, not, not getting these guys to play 60 minutes. Um, and so Coach Grinch has to be a whole lot, a whole lot better.
2: But on on, on, the, on the positive side of it, like you said, there's a lot of good things to take. I know that you, you'll you look at always in one of the improvement, but there are some good things that we can take from today. Absolutely, right?
1: There, there's no doubt. I mean, and you look at what, what probably the – I'll to go right back to the frustrating part. You get in sudden change situations. You you got to make a way. You know, find a way to get, to get a stop. And I was very disappointed in in some of those. But but you know, sometimes you got to be in those situations to 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 learn from it. Again, highlight getting the stop at the end. Highlight the uh, the takeaways. Highlight some of the, the pressure on the quarterback. And uh, um, obviously, back to work tomorrow.
2: Good luck next week, coach. Congrats on the win. I right, appreciate you guys.
4: That's Alex Grinch. The Waterburger Pico de Gallo Burger is back. Two fresh all-beef patties, melted pepper jack cheese, creamy cilantro lime sauce, and fresh pico de gallo. Yes, a whole lot of fresh meats, a whole lot of flavor here for a limited time. Sooners win 40-35. to 35. We're not done yet. More post-game reaction coming up from the Sooner locker room as they escape today against the Green Wave. This is Sooner football from Learfield. Final play of the second quarter. Snap back, hold down, kick is away. He drives that one. That's got the distance, and it is good! Gabe Burkage from 56, have you some of that? And we're at halftime. Big day for Gabe Burkage. 350-plus yard field goal Sooners win. They needed them all. Well, they needed two or three, I guess. 40 to 35, the final over Tulane. Back to
2: the locker room we go. Chris and Gabe are with the new guy, Eric Gray. Fun to be joined by Eric Gray. Uh, what was the first experience for, and a unique experience, right? I know uh, upper level. I know you were in front of some great crowds at Tennessee, but what was the first experience as a Sooner like for you, Eric? It
9: was great. You know what I'm saying? I've never ran out of the, ran through the smoke. Never ran through the smoke before, so that was different. That was fun to do. Uh, just being out there in front of that crowd, a uh, new crowd, a Norman crowd, it was pretty
8: good. So, you got into a rhythm, especially uh, you know middle of the first quarter to mm-hmm. finish that first half. Really got things going offensively. Just how did that feel being part of that? And what do you think you guys have to do to carry that momentum throughout a full game?
9: You know, it felt great to be out there with my brothers. You know what I'm saying? We've been, we've waited a long time to be on the field. So it felt great just to be out there. But we definitely got things to fix. You know what I'm saying? Um, Testament's Tulane, they did a great job. Um, schemes, our running scheme, uh, running the ball, they did a great job of... Um, just really practicing. They did, a, they did a great job. We came out there and they gave us some different looks. So they did a great job. But we definitely have things to fix this week. we got to get back at it.
2: How, how – well, first of all, the win's the win, right? right. But to come up with things to work on, mm-hmm. is that a little bit more motivating for everyone to say, oh, my gosh, if we would have done this or hit that play? How motivating is that?
9: You know, that's always motivating. You never – you always got something to fix. Always got something to improve on. Um, so going in next week, we know we got to get better in order to get ready for West Carolina. So we're ready for it.
8: You and Kennedy – kind of splitting duty all day long. Did you feel fresh throughout the football game? Because it seems like you guys are going to be one heck of a one-two punch.
9: Right. Being able to switch off, you know, it definitely keeps you fresh. Um, When you get out there, you got to kind of make most of when you get it because, you know, you're switching off, so you got to go out there and make the most of it.
2: Uh, And then two final quick ones before we let you get out of here. First of all, you look around, and not a lot of dudes in that running back room anymore. Does that enter into your mind about, I don't know, taking care of your body, maybe getting out of bounds, getting down. Is that factoring at all for you when you're thinking?
9: You know, it's definitely taking care of your body off the field. You know what I'm saying? Making sure you're in a cold tub, Normatex, things like that. But when you're in a game, you know that it's, it's not many much. So you got to make the most of it and you got to go out there and ball.
8: Okay, so you had a couple plays today where there's no way you could have seen the human being you made missed. Like, do you just feel that or is it just something you've always had? Because we were talking about it on the broadcast. We were like, I don't know how he did that.
9: It's just instinct. You know, I've been doing it for so long. Testament to God-given ability and also to my dad, who's been teaching me how to cut since I was young. So being able to feel, have that presence of feeling guys when you can't really see them, they're in your peripheral. That's definitely what I have.
2: And, and I'll let you go on this. You've you've been around a lot of football mm-hmm. in, in your short career, but how do you feel this team handle? and I can't believe you say adversity after win, but the adversity of not winning like you wanted to today. What have you seen in these guys?
9: You know, that's the positive. That's the positive you take away from this game, handling adversity. You know, you get into this type of game with, some teams, and they, they, you know, they fold. But you see us handle adversity, we get a, they get the onside kick, and our defense goes out there and stops, and we get the ball back. You know what I'm saying? So we handle adversity that is definitely a positive
4: from this game.
2: Matt, it's great to see you in the zero out there. Good luck this week at Red for Western Carolina.
4: I appreciate it. Eric Gray, first opportunity to listen to the Tennessee transfer running back in the postgame, 40-35. to 35. Sooners win it today. We'll take a break. Check in on the scoreboard around college football when we come back. We'll hear from Nick Benito as well as we wind down post-game coverage today here from Owen Field at the season opener. Post-game show brought to you by Pike Pass. Hey, Sooners, don't get passed. Get Pike Pass. This is Sooner Football from Learfield. Toby and Teddy back with you in the booth. Quick look at our Janet King. Clean sweep of scores from around the country. Teddy, fourth quarter, Fresno State leading Oregon, 11th ranked Oregon 24-21. That game's in Eugene. Alabama having no problem with Miami in the Chick-fil-A kickoff in Atlanta. Second quarter, 27-0, Crimson Tide. Cincinnati up 28-0 on Miami of Ohio since he ranked number eight in the nation. Good Big Ten game here. Iowa leading Indiana second quarter, 21-3. Iowa State and Northern Iowa underway in Ames. No score first quarter. Louisiana has scored first in Austin. Midway through the first, raging Cajuns lead. 3-0. 3 nothing, mm. Tough opening game for Steve Sarkeesian.
6: It too. really is and it's like a uh, double-edged sword. You, if you beat Louisiana, well, you, ah, well, congratulations you beat a non-Power 5 football team, but if you lose to them uh, it's going to be bad, so not going to get credit either way.
4: Final Penn State knocked off number 12, Wisconsin in Madison today 16-10. to 10. Everything else tonight under the lights for top 25 action. That's your Jana King, clean sweep of scores from around the country. Janet king, the king of clean. I will add, impressive win for Kansas State today. Down in Arlington, they beat Stanford 24-7.
6: Yeah, I, I think there's a chance. Kansas State is decent little football team with Skyler Thompson back this year. Deuce Vaughn, uh, good in the opener. Uh, defense going to be a little bit better maybe than last year. So, yeah.
4: Midway through the second, also in the Big 12, West Virginia has uh, scored, I think, 14 unanswered. They now lead Maryland 21-17. to 17. We go back downstairs.
2: Chris and Gabe have Nick Benito. Pumped to be joined in the locker room by Nick Benito. First of all, Nick, congratulations on the win. But in the same vein, I know there's frustration whenever that game, or, that game ends up as tight as it been. How do you, as it was? How do you balance that? Um, I mean, we knew
10: it was going to be tough. You know, coming out the gate, we knew they had a new coordinator coming in this year. You know, we didn't know what to expect on you know on their part coming out on offense. But you know, it's no excuses. You know, there's a lot of things that we could control that we didn't do. We didn't do the bottom line. We didn't we didn't strain for four quarters. We didn't. We didn't have takeaways in the second half that that could have helped us in in our offense. So, I mean, there's a lot of things that we could have controlled that that we couldn't have done better in the the second Uh, half. A
8: couple of efficient drives from Tulane early in the football game. Uh, Seems like you guys were caught off balance a little bit. What was that communication like on the sideline trying to get all that stuff sorted out?
10: yeah and it was just you know following our keys, you know like I said, you know they, they have a new offense coming this year, so we didn't really didn't know what to expect, but you know once we got settled in and I feel like in the first half and we you know we started communicating, you know our coaches saw you know we made adjustments and I, and I feel like you know we we, start, we did uh somewhat well in the first half to finish.
2: Nick, for you, you made the decision to come back. You had an opportunity. Um, I I know you want to see this defense continue to get better and and take that next step. So what's the message to your teammates, to your room now going forward after today?
10: Uh, I mean, just keep getting better. You know, obviously we didn't have the result that we wanted today, but I mean, the only thing we can do is get get better. And, you know, at the end of the day, we'll take any wins around here. But, you know, main thing, we just got to keep getting better.
8: I know that, you know, you give up more points than you want, you give up more yards than you want, but you you have to be pretty pleased with the pressure you got on Michael Pratt. You guys hit him. He was battered. He was bruised. What did you think about the pass rush overall today?
10: Um, I felt like it was good. You know, I, we did have a lot of pressure on the quarterback, but, you know, there, uh, that's again, uh, then again, it's on us because we had a lot of times where we could have finished on him too. I know me personally, I had too. I, I, I feel like I could have finished on him, but... I mean, I feel like the D-line, we, we did a good job of getting pressure. But, you know, at the end of the day, there's a lot of those plays where we still got to finish those.
2: What about that combination of you and Perion? You make the two big plays late. You nearly had him on that fourth down play as well. Looks like you guys work and, see, and kind of sync pretty well.
10: Almost definitely. Those those guys, you know, him, Jay red and Ellison, you know, a lot of those guys inside, they're a really big help for me as an edge rusher because you know, they, they, they keep the quarterback you know, you know, um, back a lot and they don't allow him to step up in the pocket. So you know, having a guy like that is really a benefit to you know, guys like me and Isaiah.
8: Competitor, you want to be on the field as much as possible, right? But with the way that you guys are rotating thing along the def- uh, things along the defensive front, how fresh did you feel? It was hot. It was a long game. How fresh did you feel? Did you feel that that rotation really played to y'all's advantage late?
10: Almost oh, definitely, you know, with Coach Kane, you know, in our group, we have a lot of guys that can play. Uh, we have a really deep group, so, you know, whenever another guy comes in, it's not going to be any drop-off. We know what to expect from them, so, you know, it's really good that, you know, to our benefit that we can have a lot of guys that can sub in and give us breaks and be fresh whenever we need to go back in, so.
2: Nick, congrats on the win, man. Have a great weekend. So, ready for Western you. Carolina. What did you see out of uh, your former number today?
6: I thought he had a, great, uh, a good game, great game. It's It's weird to say – that I thought the defensive line played great, but they really did. I mean, they were all over the quarterback constantly. He was hit every time he let go of the football. I think they sacked him, what, four times? Mm-hmm. Um, forced, uh, had a sack fumble. Benito fell on another one that uh, was a bad bad snap. Um, Clayton Smith scooped one up. Uh, I, who was it? Oh, Isaiah L-
4: Thomas knocked that one out. It was
6: Thomas that mm-hmm. knocked it out. I mean, the defensive line was incredibly productive. It, You know, all of the the passes late that Pratt completed, he was getting drilled back there from someone winning a one-on-one. So there's like a weird dynamic there. The defensive line, I thought, played really good, but at the same time, we gave up way too many points. So it's interesting there, but I think we at least saw that this defensive line group is deep, and they're going to create some havoc.
4: One more break, one more post-game break. When we come back, we'll hear from Gabe Burkich and sign off. Sooners win it today in the opener 40 to 35 here on Owen Field. This is Sooner Football from Learfield. Third and 10 from the 47. Bunch tricks right, one left. Brad back to pass. They bring a blitz, steps up, and they got him! It's a sack! Changer and Nick Benito. It'll be fourth down. Three, two, one. Quick column Sooners. The season opener is in the books, and Oklahoma hangs on to win it today in Norman by the final of 40 to 35. 64th straight time, OU has scored at least 27 points in a game. Tulane has had at least 100 yards rushing in 64 of their last 65 games. They had exactly 100 yards rushing today. Sooners win it, 40-35, to 35, but it's the kind of game that's going to have Sooner Nation buzzing all week until we see these guys again on Saturday night when they host the Catamounts of Western Carolina. They play tonight, by the way. Western Carolina does. Sports radio ought to be hopping a, uh, somewhere south of impressive opening performance by... The Oklahoma Sooners on opening night. Let's hear one more interview. Gabe Burkich had a big day. Three 50 plus yard field goals today, and he's downstairs with Chris.
2: What a day for Gabe Burkich. I know sometimes you don't want to be in those situations where you settle for field goals, but how reassuring is it with a long field to be able to hammer home the three big ones you did today?
8: Well, it feels good to go out there and just, I mean, put out for my team. I just want to do my part for the team. It can't be. Guy who just goes out, does, you know, the normal thing a kicker would do and not the extraordinary. But I just – I'm thankful for the opportunity to be in that situation. And and just – Were you aware that you tied a record with three 50-plus yard field goals? Did you have any idea that that was even the NCAA record? I guess – I think it's five other guys that have done it in the history of college football. I was not thinking about that during the game. But Coach Riley mentioned that in the locker room after the game. For you, can you take
2: us through that that mindset? You kick a lot on the sidelines. I mean, we're mm-hmm. down there with you. But what are you going through whenever you're getting ready for moments like that?
5: Uh, I just
8: – I don't think about football. I just take my mind completely off football. So, I mean, I'm not going to tell you exactly what I think about, but it's not kicking. <laughs> Inter- I, well, now I have questions. Now I have questions. Would you say that your great performance from 50-plus today is any way related to your fantastic facial hair right now?
2: 100%. What? <laughs> <laughs> and then finally, I'll let you go on this. <laughs> the confidence that you have when you go out there. I mean, you know, you have the feeling wherever. What's your range right now? It just it seems like you can't – well, I know you had the one missed today, but it seems yeah. like you can hit from just about anywhere.
8: Do you have a range right now that you kind of feel like you can hit from? I could. I could – I mean – if I hit a perfect ball, I could hit a 65-yard ball. If I hit a 72, that was my longest, but I've hit, I've hit a lot of shorter ones than 72. And it feel good. I mean, obviously, the team comes away with the win a little
2: frustrating, but that mother yeah. locker room is still to get better, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they got the mustache to make it happen. <laughs> great mustache and a great name. <laughs> Congrats, Gabe. Appreciate I you. I appreciate
4: it. <laughs> Have we had him on before in the game?
6: I don't know, but if I know you guys, it's going to be like, this has to be a weekly thing. (laughs) If I know you,
4: you would rather never hear from a kicker in a pre- or post-game interview. (laughs) That's correct. Come on, that was pretty spectacular. you got to admit.
6: It was great. I think that that interview was awesome, but I don't ever want to hear it again.
4: (laughs) (laughs) You're the best. All right. We got to get out of here. Final thought. I I can tell over the last hour, we've been on the air for an hour and a half now, a little less than that. You've been trying to figure out what to make of this game today because you feel like, you know, some some positions played really well and yet it was a five point game against Tulane.
6: So have you figured it out yet? I haven't figured it out yet. Somehow we had, I thought, really good defensive line play, a good tackling day but we gave up 35 points to Tulane. How is that possible? Um, secondaries, you know, obviously got to fix some things. There was a lot of great throws by Pratt. You know, some of those crossing routes had us out of position in coverage. We've got to figure out the underneath uh, underneath coverage. But I thought the defensive line played really good. Offensively, it it felt like, rattler had a lethargic day but you look at the statistics and it's like 30 of 39 you know the two interceptions were not good uh, should have been a third it's just a weird all-around game some parts of the running game looked good other parts looked like they couldn't move two lane off the football um, you know some some of the wide receivers i thought looked good and made some good plays we dropped two touchdown passes so Whenever we put it all together, Gabe Burkage, Gabe Burkage, kicked three fifty-yard field goals and missed a. It wasn't a chip shot. Thirty-one yard. It was a thirty-one yarder to to help put that game away. So it's just it's weird. There was a there was some good and then bad. It it but at the end of the day. You should be able to handle the team like Tulane. And hats off to Tulane. I thought they played a good game, but let's be honest. Uh, the difference in talent across the board on these two teams is staggeringly different. So whenever you have an outcome like that, it definitely does leave you scratching your head. You know, I for a team that is as deep as we are against a team like Tulane that doesn't have that, that talent depth, there's no way we should look like, the tired team, the low-energy team down the stretch. We're at home. We've got a a depth, a wealth of talent. We should be, like, pressuring them nonstop in the second half. And it worries me because we saw this last year. We were not a good second-half and fourth-quarter football team. And we lost two games that we shouldn't have lost because of that. So uh, there's some good things in there that you look at and you say, well, now we can really build on that. But there's some other things that you see that's like, is, is this starting to define our, our football team? And you hope they don't.
4: Well, you know me, I'm ever the optimist. I think that um, they do not look like a college football playoff team or a national championship contender today. However, they have the perfect kind of schedule to kind of build here from this performance. Western Carolina, Nebraska, West Virginia. Not that you can't get beat along the way by one of those teams, but... Hopefully they can get to the point where we all expect them to be here next week or if not next week in the very near future because there's a lot of question marks coming out of this one for sure. The Oklahoma Highway Safety Office is a proud sponsor of OU Athletics and wants to remind you that drinking and driving is deadly and illegal. Together we can end DUI. Visit enduiok.com for more information. Thanks to our crew today, Teddy Lehman, Chris Plank, Gabe Heikert, statistician Dennis Kelly, engineer and producer Drake Dyken. Our sideline engineer, Tom Shores. Daniel Anderson back in our Sooner Network studio. And game one for our new spotter, Andrew Shepard. He did a fantastic job. Final score one final time from Owen Field in the 2021 season opener. It was Oklahoma 40 and Tulane 35. Until next Saturday, right back here, 6 o'clock kickoff, 4 p.m. pregame show for Oklahoma and Western Carolina. This is Toby Rowland saying Sooners win and Boomers Sooner, everybody.
3: On the Sooner Sports Network, from Learfield, Sooner Football has been brought to you by OGE, We Energize Life, OU Health, The Future of Health is here, and by Mid First Bank, exclusive home of the OU Visa Debit Card and OU Rewards Credit Card. The preceding has been a Learfield presentation on the Sooner Sports Network.